Tell me no. The Buffalo Bills lose again in the divisional round, and they lose again to the Kansas City Chiefs. I feel empathy and, and sadness for Bills fans. And as they woke up following that game, you know that they were filled with despair and gloom and anguish. What about in life? How many of us woke up today with despair, anguish, gloom? And what do we do about it? And how do we overcome it? Let's unpack it. This is the Unpacking It podcast, where we relate big sports stories to life and biblical truths. Our mission is to challenge, encourage, and inspire you to follow Jesus and become more like him with sports conversations that truly matter. That's what I'm talking about! Coming to you from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, I just want to thank you guys one last time for being here. It's the best day ever. Here is the president of Unpacking It Ministries, Bryce Johnson. Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast, where we unpack parallels, metaphors, and topics in sports that relate to life and faith. I'm Bryce Johnson, joined by Luke Heaton. On today's episode, we are unpacking the NFL playoffs and specifically talking about the biggest loss of the weekend. The Buffalo Bills going out early once again. And I really want to talk about the fans today because how, how great is Bill's mafia, but man, they've been through a lot. They have been through a lot. So we got to talk all about that. Uh, thanks to everybody uh, watching on social media. Always appreciate those of you that, that comment on, on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and LinkedIn. Uh, always great to, to hear from you. You can also email me Bryce at unpackingit.com. Thanks to all of our podcast listeners on Spotify and Apple was with somebody yesterday sitting on the on the bench during my my church basketball game telling telling one of my teammates about the show. He went right on his phone on Spotify, hit follow. So, uh hopefully he's he's listening to to this episode, but uh but that that's how easy it is. Go to Spotify, hit follow, search the Unpacking It podcast. Uh so great to have uh everybody here on the show today. Uh I do want to mention an event that that Unpacking It is a part of and invite you to also be a part of it if, if you're especially in the Charlotte area or want to come in for this great event. It's called the Reach Gathering, April 16th and 17th. It's at Hopewell Baptist Church in Charlotte. You can go to reachgathering.com. Uh, really, for any Christian leader who focuses on church sports, recreation, or fitness with a desire to see the gospel further advanced in their ministry. And so I'll be leading a breakout session all about fantasy football fellowship and utilizing fantasy football within the context of sports ministry inside of a church. Um, and so that should be a, a lot of fun and, and glad to be able to, uh, to do that. We'll have a, a booth set up too and, and be a part of all the festivities. I think there's even a little basketball. We'll be playing a little basketball. So should be a fun event. Uh, the, the website reachgathering.com. All right, Luke, man. Awesome weekend in the playoff with the playoffs taking place and setting up for what should be a great championship weekend as well. But before we move on, we've got to talk about the Bills because when you look across the other games, you know, Detroit beating the Bucks, yeah, no, not not too surprising there. Detroit's been better all season long. Ravens beating Houston, hey, cute story. I love CJ Stroud. They should be back. They're building something special there, but no surprise. And then the Packers. You know, nice run for them. They overachieved, but the 49ers, 
you know, they're the class of the NFC, no question about it. So they, they move on. But it all came down to Sunday night. Chiefs, Bills, could have gone either way. You had sort of mixed you know, predictions going into the game. And once again, the Chiefs get it done. Patrick Mahomes, what a stud. But man, I'm bummed for those Bills. I am bummed mm. for, specifically for the fans. It, it was hard to watch. Yeah, the Bills the fans the have... Was the was great. It was hard to watch yeah, the fans. Yes. The game was fantastic. Bills fans have one of the better arguments for a fan base that has experienced the deepest of sorrows and the most despair and the greatest sadness. Uh, They're up there with, with the best of them because to be, I mean, four Super Bowls in a row to lose. Now you, you can't get past Mahomes in Kansas city. It, Every year, it seems to go from hope to despair, and it, it it's got to be brutal. But and for passionate fans, is too. It's not a neutral fan base; those are <clears throat> passionate fans. But it's it's crazy. It it was a great game as a neutral fan. Although I was watching with <clears throat> a friend of the show, Dalton, who's a big Chiefs fan, uh, and my mom's a big Chiefs fan, being from Kansas. So I have some. I'm a Chiefs adjacent, uh, but I still approached it uh, from also from generic sports fan mind. So I was happy it was a close game. Somehow, Chiefs Bills, it's always going to be a game in the fourth quarter. And yet the Chiefs are always going to win, it seems like. <laughs> so, so just about that game, what would you consider the, the part of the loss that the fans would have the hardest time dealing with? What, what leads to the most anguish? following that game because for me I I was fine with Josh Allen throwing that that touchdown pass that didn't make it because he got bumped by you know essentially Chris Jones who was putting the the pressure on him and so the timing was off and he wasn't able to complete the touchdown pass on that on that last drive that to me though was devastating because he had an open receiver I think it was Shakur Shakur was it he he was almost Uh, wide open if he just Put the ball in the numbers. So, so Josh Allen, that was the right read, and it just didn't, it just didn't happen. And then I would just extend that on. To me, it's the drop passes. It's all the drop passes. Stephon Diggs, he he had the big drop. Huge. That's what causes me the most anguish because it's it's right there. So, what 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 was your takeaway in that regard? I mean, the low hanging fruit is the missed field goal with the wide right being in the scar tissue of, of Bill's fandom, but the bills made other mistakes that we, like you said, shouldn't have glossed over. Honestly, that digs drop. I, I think that one, um, if, if Hardman wasn't trying to give the game to Buffalo, the <laughs> going for it on fourth down, the fake punt is a glaring, uh, issue we still need to figure out was that a call or was that an audible like like mm. did demar hamlin call his own number uh, yeah because the, they the saw the 10 guys out. they saw the 10 guys on defense okay or whatever coverage so and then you just got to go for it oh there, there, go 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 gotta take advantage got of a down man yeah. yeah so i i look at the digs drop that is the most discouraging because josh allen to to Diggs has been one of the premier 
quarterback receivo duos in the past few years. They're each near the top in talent in their own position. That's everything you want if you're Buffalo. One-on-one coverage, deep ball. He's got his man beat. It's a great throw, and it's right through his hands in a meaningful part of the game. So that play just sticks out like a sore thumb of Bills fans are thinking, we we can't even get Josh Allen to digs right in the playoffs. I know. I know. Oh. And and I as far as the the missed kick goes, I have zero tolerance for missed kicks. But that that to me, yeah, that's a bummer. But Mahomes would have had enough time. So the bigger bummer is that you were forced to kick that. You got to score a touchdown yep. on that drive. You got to go down. You got to win the game, or at least you know put yourself in a in a four point advantage. Make it harder for Mahomes. Even take up a little bit more time if that drive continued. If you go the mm-hmm. the, the dump off route and, and extend the drive, which was another option that you know Allen could have done. Um, yep. So that's that's that that's where a lot of the anguish is. But then you know the bigger picture too. It's just the Bills unable to get out of that divisional round and and to not be you know in that AFC Championship and, and in the Super Bowl. And they have Josh Allen, and he is one of the top three quarterbacks in the league and maybe throw Burrow in there when he's healthy and that kind of thing too. But, but he is right up there with Lamar and Mahomes and hurts when he's not in a, I don't know, an off, off uh, year, <laughs> but uh, which is bizarre going on in Philly with, with hurts. But, but anyway, to me, Josh Allen is, is still legit. And I'm not buying the narrative that the window has closed for, for the bills. No way. I know that everybody, and we're going to talk about the despair that Bills fans are feeling, but part of the conversation today, too, is offering hope. And to me, Bills fans can have hope because they have Josh Allen. That's all these teams across the league. You're just trying to solve the quarterback position. You can figure yep. out the other stuff out. You, Let you, me, can, uh, you can add defensive players. You, you can yeah. find another running back. Well, That's got James Cook, fine. Or, but you can find another receiver if they move on from Diggs. All that. Josh Allen's your guy. Yeah, you you'll be in the mix. So hundred percent. That, that's why Texans fans can go to can go to sleep easy this time of the year because it appears they've finally found their quarterback a, right. and they're good to go there. Other pieces are going to come and go. L- let me ask you this though, regarding the window being open or closed, because I think the window's open. But I was talking to a buddy about this. We've been seeing the narrative has been Mahomes and versus Allen is kind of like Brady versus Manning. Yep. And I think it's more true than we think it is because now both players aren't, I mean, Mahomes is, and maybe Allen to the level of the highs of the highs of, of Brady and Manning. But when you look back, it feels like. Brady either got the best of Manning or was was more often the representative in the Super Bowl from the AFC. Yep. And we're seeing Mahomes is usually getting the better of Allen. But Manning still got a Super Bowl. Now, one with Indianapolis, he still was able to go to the Super Bowl a few times. So lost if Manning the- is still able to get to the Super Bowl in the same conference as Brady, like, the window isn't closed for Josh Allen but it, it seems like Mahomes is just going to get the better of him more often than vice versa. So I don't know if that's an accurate analogy, but I, as yeah. the the comparison Mahomes Allen is like is the new Brady versus Manning, I wonder if it's similar in that regard. 
Well, th- there, th- we know this as fans. There are certain players that just find ways to win in whatever sport that is that down the stretch, they just figure it out. And, and Tom Brady is the, the guy. Like, we know that. We saw that. That he just, on, on final drives, he, he figured it out. And he rallied his teammates and made the right throws, and it just it, it worked out more than it didn't. And, and you're right. That's the story for Mahomes, and that is not the story for Josh Allen. That, because he had that final drive, and it didn't work out. And, and, and that's, what's, you know, that's what the, the bummer is. But it's, the Bills didn't lose because of Josh Allen. But they didn't win because of him either. I think I stole that. Mm-hmm. I think I, somebody I was watching, I, I was watching Get Up the other day. I think it was Ryan Clark talking about that. I think that's, I think that's the right way to frame that because, yeah, you can't put it on Allen. He played an unbelievable game. He's the only reason they were in that position. But for whatever reason, when, it, when they needed that final drive, he didn't get it done and they weren't able to pull out the win. So, mm. um, so all of that then leads to this conversation for us today. With, with Bill's fans, and, and you know, we have empathy. I have empathy for them because I was pulling for the Bills. I wanted to see them win. I didn't even think it was possible that they could lose that game. I thought everything was lining up. It was setting them up like this was their year. Some yep. of the pressure was off of them because of how you know, poorly they played, but then they finished the year so strongly, and, and so yep. I, I thought this was it. And so for them to, to you know, fans to wake up and go, wait a second another heartbreaker in a tight game. It, it's just, it's painful. Um, and so, you know, we can relate to it as, as fans of our, our favorite teams and you've experienced heartbreak and, and close games and games you, yeah. you thought your team should win. And I don't know well, if one comes to mind for you. Well, <laughs> I, unfortunately, this hits a little close to home because in recent history, the Cowboys, their exit from the playoffs seems to be at the hands of the Green Bay Packers every year. Mm-hmm. Same way the Bills have lost m- numerous times to Kansas City in the playoffs now. So as a Cowboys fan, when I see we're matched up against a Green Bay, I'm really nervous at this point because that's the common denominator. Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers as QB1. Eh, they're going to beat the Cowboys. So so this one uh, hits a little close to home. I mean, bat, I can't remember what year it was. Uh, Dak's rookie year, I believe. Cowboys, number one seed, lose to Green Bay. Don't make it to the conference championship game. Brutal way to go out. What should have been a catch? catch? Yeah. Yeah. And I I know for me, that was the Roma was Des caught it the year after. It was, I mean, they got the ball like 30 seconds left. He rolled out left, crazy throw down the sideline, game winning field goal. Um, So at at least three times as my my lifetime as a sports fan in recent history, the Packers have, uh, said see ya thanks for playing man no so so we all can relate to a certain extent with our own fan anguish and i know when the panthers lost two super bowls that was that was hard to deal with right that was it's like oh it's so so close yet so far and the pain of of losing i remember it took me a couple days after that loss to the broncos i was in a little bit of a funk like ah man that was which one was 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 there one that was more difficult than the other for those two yeah, I think that because that, that was the undefeated season. Like the Panthers went undefeated until they lost to Atlanta. And then, you know, there was the Cam Newton MVP year. The, they were the best team. And, and they just didn't show up in the Super Bowl. And, and that Broncos defense just manhandled that all, the Panthers offensive line, got to Cam. It just didn't work out. So 
that was that was a tough one um, for sure. The first one, it was kind of exciting that the Panthers were in the Super Bowl and they're yeah. going up against Brady and all that. Um, so, you know, we know that these emotions as fans, these are real emotions. Mm-hmm. We can't deny the emotions that we feel when we watch our team lose or, you know, experience some level of, of heartbreak when our favorite player gets traded or, you know, something along those lines from a fandom perspective. But more importantly today, as we you know, consider our own lives, consider the people in our lives, there, are, there is true despair and pain and anguish taking place in our, in our lives. And this may be with broken relationships. This may be health concerns. This may be actual loss of a loved one. You know, the, these, this is what real despair looks like. And we can kind of goof around and, and acknowledge and admit, yeah, I was bummed about a certain game and there is a certain level of despair. But when we start talking about, you know, more so real life stuff, man, it, it is present. It is difficult to, to handle. And we have to continue to get to the, the, the kind of the root of it, but then the solution. And, and how do we move forward? How do we overcome? How do we, how do we get past these, these moments, these seasons, these days of despair and pain and anguish and gloom and, and the, you know, the feelings of, of hopelessness because that, that's really what despair is. It's this lack of hope. And, mm-hmm. and I think Bills fans are throwing their hands up going, it's never going to happen. We're never going to win a Super Bowl. We're never going to get past the Chiefs. And you start to lose hope. And then when hope disappears, now all of a sudden despair takes over. And, and so for us as followers of Jesus, we have hope. We always have hope, and it's always in him. And so when the despair starts to bubble up, the pain starts to you know, be present in our lives, what do we do? We turn to him. We, we turn to him. And so before Luke jumps in, let me, uh, let me kind of read our verse for today, a couple of verses. Psalm 34, 17 and 19. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. Hmm. And so I'm just reminded that, that God is our rescuer, our healer, our comforter. And so we don't have to remain in the despair. We, we, we can't let despair win. We got to turn to him, say, heal me. Comfort me, rescue me, and, and get me through the, 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 this challenging situation. And so let me, let me have you jump in here, Luke. And, and when you, you start thinking about despair, what, what are some things that, that, that come to mind? Yeah, I think sports, being a sports fan is, is a good you know, microcosm uh, of what it means to despair in life. Because as a sports fan, unless you have been a fan of a team that goes on a dynasty run most years end in sports despair and anguish heartbreak i mean we put our hearts on the line as sports fans we ride or die with these teams and the reality is only one team gets to finish the season on a winning streak everyone every other team goes home so most fans end every single year with disappointment sadness uh, levels of despair. And it, it, it's a good reminder that 
you know, living in a fallen world, a broken world where sin runs rampant, that's how we can feel often in life on going to bed every night, uh, feeling some element of despair or something happens every month or every year something happens. There, there's, it's all around us. I, I think if we're really honest with ourselves, I know if we're really honest with ourselves, we've all experienced despair at, at many levels and it happens often to a certain degree. So I'm, I'm glad sports remind us of that so we can discuss how to deal with despair. We've all experienced loss. Um, I've experienced numerous loss of loved ones, my dad, my grandparents. Um, that's really difficult. I've experienced um, all, side, all, all types of despair, especially seeing friends go through things as well. Um, you can't escape it. So it's, it's not how can we avoid it? It's how do we respond to it? Right. Um, Cause again, as a sports fan, you can't, you can't avoid your team going home. You can't avoid your team losing. I mean, we're sitting in the stands. We can't do anything about it. Uh, it's how do we respond? So same thing in life. That That's right. And I would say that the temptation for fans when their team you know loses and, and, there's part of you that says, why, why am I even following this team anymore? I, I don't mm -hmm. want to be a Cowboys fan anymore. I don't want to be a Bills fan anymore. Why am I keeping up with this Panthers? There's no hope with David Tepper as the owner. And and so you, you start to go down that path of, of you're, you're, you just totally. give up. You're like giving up. I don't want anything to do with it anymore. And so you allow that that despair and that pain to sort of <laughs> then lead to other decisions. And so uh, we have to be careful of that from a from a life perspective as well. And then we also have to pull back and consider, well, what is our perspective? Okay, what is our, per okay, I'm feeling despair. Uh, yes, this situation is not good. And, you know, same with the Bills. No, it's not good. It's not good to lose to the Chiefs every time and go out early and, and, and never win a Super Bowl. Yeah, for sure. But also the perspective is, like I was talking about earlier, there is hope because you got Josh Allen. And you also had the excitement of, what was it, a six-game winning streak and, uh, you know, a couple of home games in Buffalo mm -hmm. and you get the, the, the town rallied around. And so there is a lot of positives. And so same thing in life. There are positives that we have to look for in all of our situations. And it sounds cliche and it sounds trite, but but it is true that, that that's the perspective that we can have. Uh, but but most importantly, uh, again, we have to choose to turn to the Lord and 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 we, we can't try to get through the 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 pain on our own because what what ends up happening is when we try to do it on our own we we find more reasons and excuses to go down the path of despair mm -hmm. and we play it over and over in our minds we start feeling sorry for ourselves we start justifying why we're so you know gloomy and and and, and down and out and then we just kind of get stuck there and it gets worse and worse and so we have to turn and, and, and lift our eyes to, to the one who gives us hope and the one who is our comfort and is our rescuer and is our healer. And, and like we talked last week about process, you know, it's a process. Last week we were talking about identity, but, but the same thing, it's a process of getting, you know, getting through despair and getting pulled out of despair and out of the anguish. Um, mm -hmm. And it doesn't always happen overnight. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it can, God can, man, just come in in a big way and, and your, your spirits are lifted and, and all that. But, but sometimes it, it does take a little bit of time, but, but it begins with turning to him and continuing 
to turn to him and clinging to scripture, yep. a lot of encouraging scripture. So go ahead. Yeah. And, and, and one of those scriptures, you know, Psalm 43, five, why are you in despair? Oh, my soul. And why are you restless and disturbed, stirred within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him. For I shall again praise him, the help of my sad countenance and my God. The reality is the only way out of despair is our putting our eyes on God. And for us, we have every reason to do that. All we have to do is look to the cross. When we feel as if our constant suffering, our hopelessness, our despair, the pain we feel, the aches we have in life are never going to end. We look around in the world. It seems like everything's going bad. We look in our own hearts and we know that, gosh, I keep doing wrong. I keep sinning. All I want is sin. We look to the cross that God doesn't leave us in our despair because we have to first understand, no, we have despair. The world is full of despair. My own heart is full of despair. Sin is all around me. Sin is all in me. But we look to the cross that God doesn't leave us in that. He actually sends his son. The father sends the son to lay down his life for us because now we can have hope in him that he defeats sin and death on our behalf. And now, no matter what despair we experience in this life, we know that our eternal promises cannot be robbed and taken away. Amen. So when we feel like these aches and pains, we'll never get past them. Well, we know for sure that our promises of eternity with God, with no despair, cannot be taken away from us. So like David writes in that psalm, put our eyes on God, trust in God. That's our response to despair. And it's not to minimize real emotions and pain that people feel. Sure. And, and this, this, this process of fixing our eyes on God and, and trusting in that hope may take a significant amount of time. It, it's not necessarily an overnight where all our despair is gone. Oh, just trust in God. What's wrong with you? That's not what we're trying to say. But overall, that is the necessary response is amidst despair reminding ourselves we have true hope because Christ died on the cross for us and rose from the dead. And God really does love us. And that's the evidence of that. One of the evidences of that. That's right. Amen. Amen. And yeah, I mean, back to emotions are real. And I'm actually, I'm reading the uh, sort of a story about Mr. Rogers, you know, the, the wonderful TV yep. children's uh, TV host. And so it's about the theology of Mr. Rogers. Anyway, I was just re reading a chapter about anger. And I almost wrote today about uh, this devotional about anger. But it kind of goes in with despair. But, but anger is a real emotion, too. But it's how we deal with, with anger. And Mr. Rogers would talk about it. And so I, I, I learned some good stuff in, in reading about that. But, but it's, it's, it's along these lines of, yes, the emotions are real. And Jesus had emotions, too. Um, he was sad and he was angry. And, and so, but, but how did... The righteousness of that. Um, mm -hmm. And so for us too, it's not just, we'll never have feelings of despair, never have feelings you know, like you're never going to be sad. Well, no, okay, those are real things. It's really going to happen. We're going to go through difficult situations. We're not telling Bills fans, hey, don't, don't be upset. We're saying, yeah. it, don't remain in that. And, yeah. and what, what are you going to do when they are there? You don't deny them. You don't deny those feelings and emotions. You go, 
Yep. God, I am in pain. I am in despair. I need you. I, I can't get through this on my own. And, and I need your comfort and your rescue mm. and your healing. And, and, and so that's the posture that, that we must choose to have. And, and so uh, this encouragement, again, it's, it, this is Psalm 147.3. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, healing their pain and comforting their sorrow. And again, what I, what I read uh, earlier, uh, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. Psalm 34, 17. So he, he rescues those whose spirits are crushed. That, that's what he, he's, he's doing. That's what he, he's available to do. So are we tapping mm -hmm. into that? Are we turning to him? Are we asking him? Are we coming yep. to him? Are we on our knees and, 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 and saying, God, I'm, I'm desperate for you. I am in despair. I don't know what to do. I can't believe this happened. I don't know why it's happening. I don't know what's going on, but I, all I know is I need you and, and you are good and you are faithful. And, and, and you will meet me in this place. Are we inviting him into the despair? Or are we just saying, I'm just despair. I'm so upset. I'm just, I don't even want God right now. And then we just, we, we, we end up in a, in a tough, a really tough spot. Yeah. And you made a great point earlier that, you know, we must come to terms with despair before we can even have any hope. You know, this, the same, the same way we must understand we are a sinner before we can repent of the sin and then trust in Christ. Yeah. Like, like you know, some gospel presentations are, are so much on God loves you, God loves you, God loves you, which is absolutely true, but they leave out the sin part. It's like, no, no, mm. we need to know we're sinners so yeah. that we can repent of the sin. No, we need to come to terms with, we have despair when we look at ourselves because we mm. are broken and we live in a broken world. Now that we understand that, Gosh, where's the hope? It's in Christ. You know, same thing with Bills fans. The only reason they have hope that the window is still open and that they can win in the future is because they realize how hard it is to win. They That's realize right. that the route, you must have a good quarterback and you got to have some pieces. Like, no, we do though. We just got to keep getting into the playoffs. That's the key. Just get into the big dance every year. Try to go on a hot streak and win. The answer is not, ah, this season doesn't matter. It's, that's not a big loss. No, no, it, it's a big loss, Bills fans. Yeah. It, it's painful, but you have hope because you still have Josh Allen and you still have some great pieces. Um, but again, for our own lives, we, we really can't have hope unless we understand the level of despair around us. Mm. Like, and the same thing, way God uses suffering. We know God's comfort and the peace he gives and the, how much he loves us because of the things we suffer. And it's you. You have to understand the lows in order to have such an appreciation for the highs that 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 God allows. So the answer for us is not to just become numb to despair uh, and just kind of walk around like robots. Um, no, God is very good to meet us in the despair and give us hope amidst the despair. Um, but again, as, as broken people living in a broken world, elements of despair is going to be part of our experience um, until we go to you know be with God in heaven. Amen. Amen. We just we don't want despair to win. Let, let, we can't let despair yeah. win. No, it, 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 it's an opportunity for us to experience hope and comfort. That's what it is. We, we despair and pain. Well, 
the the other side of pain is healing. And and man, what a what a process and and and, and ultimate joy that is when when God does something amazing in us and through us and and in the lives of people around us and that's the other side of this conversation we know people in despair that that are going through a really difficult time are we are we comforting them and and allowing God to to comfort them through us but then also pointing them to the the God who is the comforter um, yep and, and and the rescuer and totally so, and uh, and God's not we're not here saying that God is is giving us despair, causing all this despair in our lives. But in his, in his sovereignty, he does allow things to happen and things to take place. And, and we, we can't ever fully understand why God allows certain things to happen, but we know he's guaranteed to be faithful to meet us in whatever those circumstances are. I've seen it in my life and in the loss of loved ones I've experienced um, I'm seeing it right now in, in a, a friend's life, a close friend of mine, his, his mom is in the hospital with some serious, uh, health complications and his mom is the one encouraging her family. Like they're going to meet her in the hospital and she's actually the one preaching the truth of the gospel to them. And wow. she's the one going through it. That's just an example of God meeting her in that despair where she's already encouraging others and she's the one going through it. And I, I found that so encouraging when my buddy told me that it's just another evidence of God's faithfulness uh, to meet us in our despair and give us hope. Um, so I, I wanted to share that too, because you would think people go to the hospital to encourage her, but they're actually going and they're receiving encouragement from her. Like only by God's grace is that happening. Gosh, that's cool. That's encouraging. All right, two more things. One, where where this parallel somewhat breaks down is there, there's no guarantee the Bills will ever win a Super Bowl. And there's no guarantee yep. they're ever going to win it with, with Josh Allen. And so there, there, there can still be hope there, but there's no guarantee. Our hope in Jesus is a guarantee. It, it, yep. that, that, yes, there's faith involved, but it is a guarantee according to, to who God is and his word. And we know that one day when we are united with him forever in eternity – in, in perfect paradise and and no more despair, no more tears, no more pain, all Ugh. that's going away. So that's the hope. That's what we cling to. That's what we know. So we, we know the victory. We know that we win. And so that's why and how we can have hope in the midst of this present despair and mm -hmm. anguish and gloom based on this temporary world. But man, we've got a perfect world ahead of us and, uh, and, and, and eternity with our Lord and Savior Jesus. And so I pray that that's, that's true for everyone today uh, that's listening to this, that you believe that, that you, you know him, um, and that, that, that hope is, is in you, and, and, and it's rooted in him, nothing else. That's the hope. It's in him. 100%. And you, you said it perfectly. It's hope in the midst of those emotions. Like growth in Christ is not necessarily... Oh, you're feeling you have feelings of despair. You must have terrible faith. It's like, no, it's when I experience emotions of despair, which we all have experienced and we all will continue to experience to some degree in various circumstances. It's where is our hope in the midst of those emotions? It's not that those emotions will never happen again, they probably will. We are still awaiting the renewal of this world, the renewal 
and uh, the resurrection of our our bodies on Christ's return or when we die to go be with with God it's where is our hope in the middle of those emotions rather than yeah you'll probably won't experience despair ever again yeah it, well it is again it's not remaining in that despair and we keep yeah. that despair temporary that that it's yeah it's not a a uh, a permanent type mentality or emotional state we we don't we don't remain there um so mm -hmm. i'll leave us with this 2 corinthians 4 7 through 10 paul talking about his experience he's saying we are pressed on every side by troubles but we are not crushed we are perplexed but not driven to despair we are hunted down but never abandoned by god we get knocked down but we are not destroyed through suffering our bodies continue to share in the death of jesus so that the life of jesus may also be seen in our bodies. And, and so, you know, I, I hear what you're saying as far as, yes, we are going to experience despair. But I think this verse gives us a lot of hope too, that, yeah, we're going to face certain things, but man, we're not giving up. We're not, we're not totally crushed. We're not, we're not driven to despair. Um, we're, we're, we're continuing to go. Jesus yeah. is working. Because we have that hope. That's right. If we didn't have the hope, there's no way out. No, we would we would be remaining in it. That's right. But to use your language, we don't have to remain in those feelings of despair long term because we have a real hope in Christ. Yep. Yep. Because yeah, they're no, they're facing troubles. They are perplexed. So uh, in Paul's experience here, um, experience and suffering and all that. So uh, I hope that this is an encouraging message for everyone today. And and I know. Yeah, we all need to, we all need to hear it because it, either personally or someone around us is is dealing with, with something, and so that's why we talk about you know something like this topic often on this show. Uh, but today was a little bit different in, in regards to this concept of despair, um, which really is connected to hope. So um, I hope I, I hope that that we uh, understand the hope that we have uh, in the Lord today. So let's turn to Him. Thanks to Luke, great insight. Uh, good back and forth and and any questions or thoughts from any listeners today, feel free to reach out Bryce at unpackingit.com. If you need prayer, please reach out Bryce at unpackingit.com. I'm Bryce. He's Luke. I'm a sports fan who follows Jesus. I believe in the good news that he's died on the cross for my sin. He was resurrected and through faith, I've been saved by his grace. I hope that is true for you as well. And I hope you'll join me as we live life as sports fans follow Jesus together. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Unpacking It Podcast.